Hey everyone, this is the live version of the Herbs podcast. The acronym Herbs is Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit. So we're starting a new series for this live podcast, and the series is Synchronizing with Nature, and we're going to uh, talk about the element of air. So if you were part of the Plant Priestess Exploration Workshop that happened Oh, about last year sometime, we did a whole nine days on all of the elements. And you may be asking, well, what does the, um, what does herbalism and working with the elements have to do with each other? And the thing about it is that you can look at herbalism from multiple perspectives, multiple ways of organizing the information. And so if we look at it from the lens of the elements, then we can categorize the herbs differently and also bring in that nature spirituality aspect of it. So that's why I decided to do um, this whole month on the element of air. And so today I'm going to be talking about just the overall symbolism of the element of air. And then in the next uh, series, we're going to do four parts of for this month. Then we'll get into things like um, some of the, the functions of the leaves. That's really good to know about when we're studying herbalism. We'll look into what it means to have air-pollinated herbs and why that's important to know. And then also herbs that support the lung system. So we're going to be focusing on the elements of air for this month. There'll be four, um, it's a four-part series because there's four Tuesdays in this month, and I, I will be live Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. A little bit of a different time for this podcast, but for this month, we I needed to shift it to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. This will also be turned into a podcast as well as a blog on my fullcircleherbals.com website. I'm streaming into the Plant Priestess Exploration Facebook group, Full Circle Herbals Facebook page, and my YouTube channel, Full Circle herbals. So you can watch it in many places if you're watching the replay, or if you want to share it with somebody, you can share it in many forms. And like I said, it'll be in a podcast on Spotify and iTunes um, shortly after. Sometimes it takes a couple days to get it there, but that's where they'll all be. So symbolism, the element of air. Like I said, if we look at um, herbalism, and look at it through the lens of the different elements, we'll come up with a really interesting way of thinking about herbs and categorizing them and if how to focus on them. One of the many ways that you could. Herbalism tends to be overwhelming for many people because there's lots of herbs, there's lots of plants, which ones do you focus on, which ones do you not focus on, and the working with the elements is one way to do that. And it also, for plant priestesses and um uh, nature-centered spirituality folks, this incorporating the elements into it is, is important to, to our being. As plant priestesses, we synchronize with nature as much as we can, and bringing in the different elements is part of that. So if I look at the element of air and its different symbols, we could also use the word wind, air or wind. We don't generally see air. We can't necessarily see it, but we see the effects of it. So that's a, that's kind of the um, 
cool and unusual thing about this element is we can't necessarily see it. We can only see what's in it. So when we see smoke in the air, that's one way we can see how air is moving. Um, and so smoke is one of the symbols of air as well as feathers because feathers and air work together. Um, so any kind of symbol of feather, this one's just dyed yellow. And yellow is one of the colors that can symbolize air. Some people also use the color gray or clear. Um, those can be some of the colors associated with the element of air. So other things that can be associated for symbolism, of course, like birds, anything that has uh, wings, anything that floats or flies on the wind. Um, and in the herbal world, you can think of all those things that fly on the wind. So dandelion seeds and all those other seeds that float along on the wind. Now, the element of air is also symbols, um, symbolizes our thought, um, our thoughts, our thinking, and um, our even our like our prayers, our blessings going up into the air, our breath, our spoken word. Those are other representations um, of air. So when people are working with um, putting the different elements on their altar or representing them in some sort of art, they'll use some of these symbols and colors to um, represent this element. Now, if we look at it in terms of herbalism, we'll also look at the herbs that have to do with the, the lung system, anything to do with the breath, you know, the breath. So, focusing on herbs that help the respiratory system and indications such as asthma or coughing, um, things like that. It also could be associated, uh, herbs associated with thinking, the thought processes that happen in our brains. What herbs can we think of that help us with our thinking and our memory? So those are some ways that if you were working solely with the elements of air for a little while um, and looking at it from symbolism to herbalism and then looking at how you can incorporate that into your own life, these are some of the, the lenses you would look through. So um, that's why one of the, we um, one of the weeks uh, in this series, I'll be focusing on herbs for the for the lungs. There's many of them, but you know, most of you know that these lessons are about 15-20 minutes, my mini lessons here. So um, I'll get to as many as I can in that short amount of time, but it won't encompass all of them. Uh, it's also important to know how the leaves affect the plants and how the leaves are one of the primary um, organs of the plant that have to do with their respiratory system, their exchange of gases through the stomata and going into the plant and also releasing things through those openings. So those openings um, have some similar uh, functions like the human system of the, the lungs and the respiratory system have. So that's why one of the um, days of this series, I'll be talking about leaves. And the other interesting um, subjects that we can look at through the element of air is I'll mention some of the herbs that are 
wind pollinated only. So think about that if you know some of those herbs that are wind pollinated, they typically don't have very bright colors of their petals for, for many reasons. So try to think of some of those as we go through this series. Think of what herbs, which um, plants that you use that are air are wind pollinated that have effects through for the lungs and the respiratory system and which ones help with mind and mental focus and things like that. The other element that will deal with emotions is typically um, typically water is the element associated with that one. So what we're thinking about is thoughts and emotions is usually geared towards water. Now, of course, there is overlap with elements and with symbolism. Um, with plants, I can see all of the elements in them. Um, some people would maybe even, uh, like certain birds, you know, they have, of course, their their feathers, um, and they associate the, them with air, but there, then there's certain birds that only live in or near the water, so you could overlap the element of water with them too. So it depends on how detailed we're being with the particular herbal or symbol that we're using. But in general, you know, we do have specific symbols for the for the elements. And this is a very old, ancient um, representations that have been used for thousands of years. I imagine that you're only living out in nature with no shelter. You're going to be very aware of all of the elements that are out there. So let me see these comments here. Um, I recently printed a picture I took of a dandelion seed flying away with the intention of hanging it to symbolize air. Yeah, that's um, definitely a good one. To It's floating away and it is uh, needs the wind to move it around. That's why it's a little puffball and that's why it has that like an um, inverted umbrella look to it because it needs the wind to move it. Other plants will make seeds that... Um, that stick to things because they are depending on animals to move them around as they walk through them. Um, and so every plant has its way of dispersing its genetics um, and moving it around that because they're stationary, plants don't typically move, um, stay in one spot. So in order to spread out their genetic material and reproduce, one of the ways is to move, <clears throat> excuse me, move the seeds about in some way. So we'll be focusing on wind pollinated. We'll be focusing on, on what the leaves do and herbs for the lung system as we go through here. So colors, um, I see George Ann is asking about the colors. Colors can, uh, for the elements, can change depending on where you live and certain uh, cultures and um, tribes and First Nations peoples and, um, you know, all over the globe, there are, there can be changes in the symbolism of color. So whatever you use, just make sure that it is something that makes sense to you, right? So if you don't know what your, if you have a tradition or lineage that you follow, just set a col set some of the colors that make sense to you for for wind and stick with those ones. Now, wind again is usually 
we can't see the color of wind, it is clear. So representing the color of clear is a little bit hard. Some people use like an iridescence um, or anything that shimmers. But then if you think of smoke that's on the wind, you could incorporate uh, light colors of browns or colors of grays, but it really does depend on, um, you know, where you're from and things. You know, water is typically seen as at the color blue because it typically looks that way in some fashion or some form. Um, and it's, so the color of, of wind, of air, like I said, can be, can be different wherever you are. It's, it's many times associated with yellow or gray. So it's interesting to watch grasses in the wind and how they flow. Yeah, they also have this kind of pattern like water can have, right? The way that water um, moves in the when the wind is moving it about, um, air uh, grasses can have a tendency to do some of the similar patterns. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else will I have for you here. So the element of air is is like the breath of life. So um, the breath of life, things that uh, there's there's different herbal applications that help with with breathing, and also with we could also use things that uh, symbolize air that are smell right? Because the scents are on the air and they move about in the air and we can't see scent and it moves about into our respiratory system in our nose and um, go into neurons and, you know, get into our brains that way. But different scents can be associated with air, just anything, uh, all, the, all the smells can be associated with air. And so essential oils ones in the plant herbal in the herbal applications that can be associated with air as well as um, sacred smoke some people uh, some groups and cultures call it smudging there's also um, fumigatories when we burn herbs to help clean the help um, reduce the germ load in the air fumigatories and smells, fumigatories, um, and in some ways steam a little bit. I know that's a water element, but getting the aromatics into our, our respiratory system that way uh, by, by the effects of steam of the water rising up into the air and then into our, um, into our system is one way too. Yeah. So bells. Yeah, bells is a great... Uh, symbol for air because sound travels on air. So we have our scent, we have our sounds, uh, we have our breath. So anything, um, if you're working with the element of air, you could look up herbs that um, assist any of those, um, you know, the ears, the respiratory system, the memory. So you see how we can put these elements into our herbal studies and into our um, plant priestessing ways to so if you're ever looking to work with the element of air, um, you can use it for to help increase your, your thought pattern or boost your thought pattern. You can use it to help, um, you know, light, 
if even the symbols of like lightening up the mood, you know, that feeling of lightness that you get, you know, the element of air can come in for so many things. So all of the elements have their challenges and their benefits and everything in between, right? So um, the air can be um, stagnant and not really moving. And air can be a hurricane and destroy our towns and cities and be very unstabilizing for us as humans and I'm sure other animals as well. So air is never really the same. It's always shifting. It's kind of like our thoughts too, right? We're always shifting from one thing to another and sometimes in a nice flow. Most of us like a nice flow of our thought patterns. And then sometimes um, air patterns shift really, really quickly. And sometimes our uh, thought patterns need to shift really quickly and sometimes they shift too too quickly. So when we think about how the element of air can be helpful and challenging, and then we think about those other symbols within our own body, like our thought process or our breathing patterns, we can see how they're very, very connected. They uh, our, our breathing patterns can be too fast, they can be too shallow, and usually when they're in a nice flow, uh, that's when we feel the best. So air, the element of air and the wind moving around, um, just want you to see how you can think about ways that you like air. You know, when, what do you like the most? Do you like a really strong wind? Do you like to be standing on a hilltop with strong wind? Do you like it when it's really no air at all or no movement, not much movement at all? And just um, try to reflect on how that looks like in your life and in your body too. So do you like it when you're, you know, some people love to run, they love to be getting their lungs pumping and some people don't like that. And just see if there's any um, similarities with your like likeness of the way wind and air moves and see how that reflects in your body. Yeah. And just remember that there are some universal symbols um, for these elements. And, um, but I do want to, to encourage you for your own um, nature centered spiritual practice, for your own herbal practice, for your own plant priestess practice, that you can make these symbols really resonate with yourself. If you think of a certain symbol for air for whatever reason because of your experience, then that's okay too. So there's not really a wrong way to represent air. Um, I just uh, encourage you to look into some symbols. If none of those really seem to match for you, try to find one that matches. Try to find the ones that matches. So I am going to put in the Plant Priestess Exploration Facebook group a post um, about, you know, what um, what do you symbolize with, with air? So if you're watching this podcast right now or if you're listening to the recording, um, the Plant Priestess Exploration Facebook group is where we do more of the sharing about um, of these podcasts and of the workshops I do. And the Full Circle Herbals Facebook page is also where I do share things too, but we have the most um, engagement going on in the Facebook group. So, all right, everybody, that's the introduction to the element of air next week. I believe we're looking at the functions of the leaves and talking about um, how they work and how they function and how we can use that information to be better herbal growers, to be better 
herbalists to be better plant priestesses. So thanks so much for joining this live podcast and I'll catch you next week at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you for joining the Herbs Podcast. Please connect with me on fullcircleherbals.com or at the Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals. I'd be happy to receive suggestions for future podcast topics.